Hi guys, welcome back. So it is me, Gabby. I am back with another episode this week. Um, I'm very excited that we're starting this podcast up again. A lot of people were excited for me, um, especially Emmy, the other co-host. But right now, obviously, like I said, it's just me for for a while. I don't really know when Emmy's going to come back, but she might come on spontaneously and do some episodes with me. But yeah, I just feel like when I posted about this on Instagram that I was like rebranding the No Chit Just Chat podcast um that everybody everybody just really was so excited about it and I hope that like in the future I can like have my friends on I want to obviously have like I want Emmy on sometimes I want to bring my friends on but I also like kind of want to like if I like know people who I'm not super close friends with but they're like really an expert on a certain or they're really passionate about a certain topic I want to talk about on the podcast like I want to bring them on because I want to incorporate a lot of guests because obviously I like sitting here talking to myself but I also kind of like talking to other people so that's gonna be something I'm on the lookout for I'm on the lookout for people to like come into the podcast because I have lots of I literally wrote out a whole notes app like a notes entry of like there's like maybe 40 ideas that I'm I'm gonna do but today So last week I talked about, um, you know, combating loneliness and learning how to like enjoy, um, our alone time. And so I kind of wanted to like do the opposite of that today. And I really want to talk about, um, getting friends in your twenties and like maintaining friendships in your twenties, how to like find friends in your twenties, because it can be hard going from like being a late teen in high school to college and even going from college to after college which I'm not there yet so I don't have a lot to speak on that but I have heard from other people and also I can kind of get a sense of what it might be like but I'm not sure yet so you know we'll talk about that a little bit but more just about the college life of finding friends because that's kind of what I'm in right now but before that obviously I have to give updates I have to give you know what I'm reading what I'm watching what I'm listening to what I'm obsessed with I will say from the last episode to this episode I went through kind of like I go through these phases of life where like I'm extremely obsessed with something and I won't lie like that makes my life 10 times better and I might slightly have like OCD I don't know honestly like I don't even know what I don't even know if that classifies as OCD but I like something about be some the feeling of being obsessed with something makes my heart and my, my heart just like beats so fast. Like I love it. I love having the obsession. So I feel like we're getting back into the obsession zone. I would say obsession still poppy. I'm still obsessed with my poppy drinks. So today I actually don't have a poppy. I have a LaCroix. My coconut LaCroix. Yes, beautiful. Um, It's delicious. It's the best flavor. Maybe the limoncello is a little better. Might be the same. Might be that good. Might be the same as I can't speak. They are the same. They are both good. Um, but Poppy is still my number one. I the cranberry is one is like really good, but it's not my favorite. Strawberry lemon and raspberry rose. I think strawberry lemon's top though. I miss them. I need to get more of them. I only have the cranberry ones, but I also need to like save money. But okay, what am I what else am I obsessed with? 
I know I'm obsessed with stuff. I am literally, oh, I know exactly what I'm obsessed with. I am so obsessed with the new Troy Sivan album, guys. Like, I think it's called, let's look it up. Actually, I have my computer. I know, like, it's on the tip. It's, like, something to give each other. Like, Troy Sivan new album. Something to give each other. Okay, I'm sorry. That album literally slaps. I think I talked about this last week, but that album does something for me. Top song is definitely still got it something about me playing that song and the organ coming on and it just like is so good i want to see it gives like a description on his confessional third studio album something to give each other Troy Sivan explores all the ways love can be shared and taken away while offering a buoyant rallying cry for the brokenhearted it does it's like so sexual with like got me started um, what's the time where you are one of your girls, but it's also like so brokenhearted with still got it. Like that song is so sad, but it's also so beautiful. Like, oh my God, it makes me go crazy. I'm going to listen to it after this. That is my obsession. Poppy's my obsession. I still love Eli Rallo. I need to pre-order her book. If you are a girly who's like in your late teens, early twenties, honestly, even later in your twenties, you know, Get the Eli Rallo book. I don't even have it yet. I just know it's going to I know it's gonna be good. It's called I Didn't Know I Needed This. And she, if you guys don't know who Eli Rallo is, she, um, she was a, well, I think she's still a TikToker. She's a content creator. I don't have TikTok anymore, but I found her on TikTok back in 2020 and her username was The Jar. And she now just like is a content creator and she talks a lot about like love and dating and sex and that's topics I'm very interested in and so I love I follow her on Instagram I love her podcast she probably has my favorite podcast ever also I did a little deep dive into call her daddy recently which I have not listened to call her daddy since like high school because I don't know I had a weird vibe about it I listened to it because the that girl has insane guests like she had guests from like people like she had like Lucy Hale pretty little liars all the way to like Hailey bieber to like offset to like priyanka i don't know her last name the, she's married to nick jonas to like insane people and i just so i listened to the lucy hale one and it was really good i don't really care that much about the other ones i just think i really liked that episode so maybe go watch that it's a good podcast it's still a good podcast top though is eli rallo miss congeniality one thousand percent so those are definitely like eli rallo poppy and troy savon top i also feel like i'm getting this like obsession with new york city recently like here i'll explain this when i was younger like my only goal in life was to move to new york that was my goal and if i didn't make it i was literally gonna die and then honestly when i went to college like i kind of just let go of that goal and that dream and i was kind of just like i don't really care anymore I can live wherever. And I am still in that phase where I'm like, I'm fine to live in whatever city the world takes me to. But, well, I also am going to New York tomorrow. And so I was like, today I was at work and we were so slow. So I was just watching a bunch of YouTube videos about New York and like what to eat and where to go. And, you know, my travel brain comes on. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with the New York. I want to move there. I want to move there. I would rather, I would need, I need to move there. So I think that dream is coming back a little bit. So that's good. I'm excited about that. Um, Yeah, so those are the things I'm obsessed with right now. Currently still reading Tomorrow and Tomorrow Tomorrow. 
I'm like 130 pages in, so I haven't made it that far. But since I'm going to New York tomorrow, I'm going to read it on the way there. Hopefully we can get a good chunk done. So like what is it about? I think I think I got the plot down because last week I was like, I don't know what the plot is. First of all, the writing's amazing. I don't even know how that person, how Gabrielle Zevin like wrote that well. But it's about these college kids making a video game. That's it, there's a lot more to it. There's a lot more themes, but like that's the plot, like the actual physical plot. But there's a lot of themes going on, and I just really love the way that Gabrielle Zevin writes. So I'm really gonna try to get through that book. And I have been on my reading rut because I just have not loved reading this year, but I'm gonna try to do it. Watching, not really watching anything. I watched New Girl the other day. I'm also like in the middle of Anne with an E, which is such a good show but i know that when i finish am with an e i'm 100 percent rewatching sex life of college girls because i need that in my life right now i just i need it and i think they're coming out of the third season i don't remember but also like did y'all see that they just came they're gonna be coming out with a mean girls with renee friggin rapping it so yeah don't talk to me on january 12th when that comes out because i will be at the movie theater by myself and for all the girlies for actually not for all the girlies for anybody out there go to the movies by yourself and report back to me and tell me how it is because it's my actual favorite activity to do with myself so yeah um oh yes so here's another update i'm going to new york this weekend oh my god so actually i'm very excited well first tomorrow i'm waking up at two in the morning and i have so much shit to do tonight i need to pack i need to finish bedazzling my shirt for new york um i need to clean my room i need to do my hair for the morning because i'm leaving at two in the morning i need to clean my car because i have too much in my car i feel like commuting this year i'm always like i go to school in my cute outfits and then i bring like sweatpants to like hang out with my friends in after I'm done at school and then like so I always just have like so much clothes in my car I'm like living out of my car sometimes so I need to clean my car I would like to just clean it up a little bit um yeah so that's kind of that I'm really excited to go to New York but I am going to first I'm going to New Jersey tomorrow so I'm waking up at two in the morning I'm so excited and I'm driving to Ocean City New Jersey which is where my family is from and I literally like if I could pick anywhere in the world to live so I guess scratch I don't I obviously want to live in New York but like if I could pick one place to live in the whole entire world it would be Ocean City New Jersey and as it's like very special place in my heart because I've gone there every single year of my life since I was like in my mother's womb so it's very much my second home I want to live there one day I want to retire there I want to live there for a summer when I'm young like I just love it there I just, it's like this little island off of New Jersey and everything is local there. Like there's no like big box stores. I think there's a Starbucks on the island and a McDonald's and everything else is, you know, small business, local. And oh my God, I literally love it there. So I'm going there tomorrow. We're trying to get there at like 10. It takes eight hours. I'm really excited for that drive. I'm mostly just probably going to do work and like read and probably watch dash and lily which y'all if you haven't watched dash and lily you got to get on it dash and lily is like this little chris it's like this limited series on netflix and it's like a christmas show it was a book i have not read the book but my freshman year roommate put me on this and it's like this eight episode limited christmas series about this girl who loves christmas and this guy who hates christmas and the girl who loves Christmas, she's like, I'm really lonely at Christmas because everyone in her family is dating someone or they've traveled out 
you know, out of state. So she's very lonely at Christmas. So she leaves this notebook in her favorite bookstore, which is The Strand. All the fellow book girlies know what The Strand is. It's a real bookstore in New York. It's huge. It's amazing. It's beautiful. She leaves this notebook in The Strand. And it's like this scavenger hunt. And this guy picks it up. And then basically throughout the whole show, they're communicating through this book and giving each other dares and going to these iconic New York places. Oh my God, it's so cute. I'm literally going to watch that tomorrow on the way there. It's going to get me in the Christmas spirit. But yes, I'm very excited to go to New Jersey. It's supposed to be kind of nice tomorrow. So I'm excited to like, I can kind of like walk on the beach because it's not going to be like literally snowing. But I'm just going to like eat. Me and my mom are literally going to just eat like all our favorite things there. I'm 100% getting an acai bowl when I go. I'm getting pizza there because they literally have the best pizza. I'm getting coffee because they have my favorite coffee shop in the world. I'll probably get a bagel because they have my favorite bagels in the world. Um, I'll probably get literally everything that the world throws at me tomorrow because I can't hold back. It's New Jersey. It's my favorite place. And unfortunately... I I usually go every summer like in the second week of June like for my whole life I've never missed a year this summer I might not be going because I possibly will have an internship I mean hopefully because I really would love that but also that's like a part of my heart is missing from that because I go there every year and so that's a little heart-wrenching but it's okay you know I can try to find other times to go but that's just one year we're missing. We're going to be going again. But yes, then the next day, I'm driving to New York. Um, and I'm just excited. I'm just so excited for Christmas in New York. I think we're going to a Broadway musical. I want to find like a museum. Oh, I want to go to the the New York like Transit Museum. I know that sounds kind of boring, but like, I just, I like it. It sounds kind of cool to me. And I found so many food places. I'm meeting the girl that I interned for because her she has a pop-up shop in New York right now. And so I get to go meet her. And so there's a lot of fun things happening. I just haven't been to New York since... Maybe it's the last minute. I haven't been to New York since June. Oh my god. Because last year I vowed to myself to go to New York every single season. And somehow I did. I went in the fall in October of 2022. And then I went in December of 2022. And then I went... In April of this year, which was top trip ever. Like, oh my god, that trip was so good. And I'm going to be redoing that again with my friends in April. And then I went in the summer for a conference. And that was also a really good trip. And then I haven't gone since then. So I am craving some New York. So I'm very excited for that. I'm thinking next week's episode is going to be NYC Rex. And everything NYC. Because who doesn't love NYC? There's probably someone listening who doesn't love it. But I love it. And it's my podcast. So suck it okay so maybe we should get into what we're talking about today so I wanted to talk about like how to maintain friends in your 20s how to make friends in your 20s how to you know yes how to figure out what you want in a friend because I do think that friendships and relationships are very different but I also think that they're similar in ways and so I guess like This is just a, I feel like when you're coming from like, you know, being in high school and going into this like college era of your life, or even if you don't go to college, just the after high school life, because in high school, it's so easy to like have friends because you're just surrounded by the same people your whole life. And honestly, sometimes those friends aren't even like, you know, people you'll be friends with forever. I'm friends with three people from my high school and I would say two of them, I'm like, I would say all of them I'm super close to. Like, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm like 
besties with all of them. But I would say, like, I would tell them anything because I trust them. So I have three friends from high school. But a lot of my friends from high school, I did not, they did not last. And so that is very hard when you're going off to college and you're just, like, you know, you're trying to make these new relationships. They're also trying to, like, you know, you graduate high school. And you have all these friends and you're trying to maintain them, but you're also growing up. Either that be in college or that be in a job or that be in a gap year, whatever that is, you know. And it's kind of hard because I feel like when I was in that phase, I was kind of growing up and growing apart from a lot of my friends. And that was very hard for me because, you know, one of them in particular was literally, I was so close with her. And so that was a very hard kind of like friend separation. But also I think I just realize different things that I wanted in friendships and so this is where I think friendships and relationships are different you know in a relationship if you're like this is what I need and that person isn't fulfilling it you kind of have to be like are we gonna work out I don't know if we can be together with a friend if you're like this is what I need in a friendship you know sometimes you for example let me give you an example so something I really value in friendships is like deep friendships I just like when I have friends who I can talk to about anything and they can talk to me about anything and then there's just openness and vulnerable vulnerability in it but the thing is and those are usually the people that I hold closest to me and I have two very great best friends and I honestly think that's all you really need you honestly only really need one so I'm very thankful that I have two thing is though I have lots of other friends who I don't get super close with and super deep with and they don't get super deep with me but we're still friends I think that that's something I really need in a close friendship. If you want to be my best friend and like hang out with me three to four times a week, like I need you to be willing to be vulnerable and open because that's a way that like I feel loved and I show my love. And so sometimes I just, I can't be close with people who are very um, closed off. Obviously something I've actually learned in the past couple months of my life is that I am a very vulnerable, open person. And I didn't really realize, realize this about myself until, you know, met different meaning so many different people. But like a lot of people, it's just weird to me because if I know you for a month and I feel like I trust you, I'll pretty much tell you everything about me and I'll be open with you because that's just who I am. It's crazy to me that people aren't like that. There's people who like, like, my two best friends they are my best friends but I feel like sometimes they don't even want to tell me stuff and that's fine they don't need to tell me stuff everyone is different some people are more open some people are more closed off but I feel like when I have a close friend I need to know like I am 100% willing to be patient like obviously if I meet someone and we're friends for two months I don't need you to tell me everything but you know it's like if we've been friends for 17 years or whatever you know however long it's like I need some progression. I need some sort of a deep talk. I don't need you to share every single ounce of the trauma that you're dealing with because of your breakup. But, you know, open up with me. Tell me how that made you feel. Tell me how you're doing. Like, that's what a friendship is. A close-knit friendship is with me. Like, my two best friends, like, if I'm going through something, I'll tell them what's happening. And if they're going through something, they'll tell me what's happening. And we converse. Now... For the other people, I have so many acquaintances and friends who, like, I talk to in class. I talk to in clubs. And I would consider them my friends. Like, I'm in this club called Her Campus at Kent State. And I'm pretty much friends with, like, everybody on the e-board in there because I'm on the e-board. 
And I wouldn't consider any of them like super close to me. Like they don't know all of my deep dark demons. But I think that like I consider them all friends. And some more than others just because I'm closer with some of them. I can think of one in particular who I really love. And I just... I think they're my friends, but, like, they're just not people that, like, I've been super close with. So I don't think that, like, that's where I see the difference between friendships and relationships, you know? Because you can have, I mean, you can have multiple relationships. You know, there is such thing as a polyamorous relationship. I'm not into that. I'm more of into monogamous relationships. So that's how my brain works. But, like, I think of, like, okay, if my partner cannot fulfill this need, then we need to work on it and see if this is something we can work on or we need to kind of move on with friends. It's kind of like, okay, well you're just, you know, this isn't something that you can do, but we can still be friends. We just can't be close friends, you know? And I had an experience with someone like that last year where like I was perfectly fine being friends with her, but if she wanted to be more, if she wanted to be, you know, hanging out four times a week, I was like, I can't do this. Like I'm closed off and I'm not going to tell you about anything, you know? So, that's where I see the difference in those. I know that was a very long spiel. Um, I think also just figuring out, like, yeah, what do you want in a relationship? What do you like in your friends, you know? It's kind of like dating. I feel like I've gone through, like, a few friend breakups in the past. And actually, like, it's crazy. They're kind of like real breakups because they've actually taught me so much about what I want in friends. And one thing I 100% don't want is drama. I feel like when I was in high school especially like the first two years of high school and actually maybe like the first three there was lots of drama I was in this huge friend group and it was just you know it was just talking behind people's backs these people get invited here these people don't get invited here and friend groups honestly big friend groups never work out it just they just don't work out but there was so much drama and I think there was still a little bit of drama like senior year of high school but once I came to college I was kind of like no I don't have time for this shit I have stuff to do I'm making new friends and so I don't particularly want to deal with drama and so I'm I feel like now in my friendships like I never deal with drama I really never have friend problems and that's a really that's something I'm very thankful for because I know that like you know first first some first year of college was rocky but I don't feel like it was drama there was like very small bits of certain people making drama but I was like okay we're still getting out of high school second year there was one person in my life that was always creating drama out of nothing that person is not in my life anymore and that's fine wish them the best but we I was like I don't need this I don't need this I am living I was just like you know if you have a problem with me communicate if you don't want to be friends with me don't be friends with me if you don't like that I'm hanging out with this person, you need to tell me, but also you're not in charge of me. There was just so many, like, little things that it was just so much high school drama. I was like, why are you caring if I hang out with my friends? And it was like, and I'm just like, no, I don't need that whole, like, you guys can't hang out with me because that's high school bullshit. People can hang out with whoever they want to hang out with. Because I would say, like, my two best friends, like, I would say me and one of them were friends. I would say... It's like, you know, I kind of brought them together. But it's like, I also didn't. Like, it's complicated. Because I would say, my own best friend I was roommates with. And then my other best friend I met sophomore year. And I would say, me, 
and her were closer, but she also knew my roommate, so they were also friends. But then I feel like me and this other girl, me and my best friend, being closer brought me, her and her, her and my roommate closer. If that made any sense. But basically, I'm saying like they hang out without me all the time because they go to church together, and that's fine. You're allowed to hang out with other people without someone else, and that's fine. I just feel like there is you honestly when you grow up and you get out of high school, you're probably either in college, working a full time job figuring out your life like you don't have time for this middle school high school freaking drama and so that's number one thing I don't want in my friends and I'm very thankful I don't ever deal with that anymore I really don't I feel like I have a I just have friends who are just very low maintenance and they're just like if they have a problem with me they'll tell me if I have a problem with them they'll tell me we'll have a conversation it's done and that's something I really love in friends because I feel like when I came to college, I was so nervous to, like, set boundaries with people and, you know, have those con- conflicting, uncomfortable conversations with my friends. And the two people that I'm best friends with, every time I've ever said, you know, this hurt my feelings. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, we talk about it. They say, I'm sorry. They say, okay, I didn't really mean to do that. Like, um, you know, I won't happen again. Like, it's just, it's just a very mature, easy conversation, which is what it should be. You know, if you set a boundary, your friend, I mean, it's different. Like, you don't have to, I don't think when someone sets a boundary, you'd have to be like, okay, you can have a conversation about it. And I just think, I just think in mature adult relationships, conversations are key. Either that, and I'm talking relationships like friendships, like romantic relationships, your relationship with your family, your relationship with your colleagues. Literally, just being an adult is just learning how to communicate. That is what being an adult is. And I just think a lot of people still don't understand that. But, like, there there are times when you just have to have the uncomfortable conversations because they lead to good things. But I don't even know how I got on this spiel. But let's talk about now. Let's get back, let's get back to the topic. Let's talk about now, like, how... Okay, so we figured out what we want in a friend. So, like, do some deep diving. Look at your friendships in the past. Look at your friendships now. Look at what do I want in a friend? What makes me happy? Like, who am I happiest with? And what are their qualities that I like about them? Boom. So, okay, now so now you know what you want in a friend. So now when you're in this new phase of your life, you know, getting out of high school, getting out of college, how can I make those friends? When I was um, a freshman in college, I made this vow to myself. And it was the best thing I ever did. It was a little draining, though, I won't lie. But I made this vow to myself that, like, okay, I was, it was, like, first day of freshman year. I was like, Gabby, you are going to be the most outgoing version of yourself for the next week. And let me just tell you, that shit was so draining. Oh, my God. But I made some good friends in one week. And it was good. And I do this every single year at the beginning of the school year to push myself to be outgoing to make new friends and every single year of school I make new friends but I did this and I made myself join clubs I made myself talk to literally every person I sat next to in class the person I sat in front of the person I sat next to the person I sat of to the right of like if you were around me I was talking to you and you know I did say some embarrassing things when I was a freshman because I just wanted to be cool and be like look at me I'm in college I'm going to all these parties looking back I'm like Gabby what are you doing but I feel like I just I pushed myself out of my comfort zone because I would say I'm a very like I'm, a, I'm an ambivert I like a, you know I like silence but I also like talk 
I love to talk. Obviously, I'm here and I'm blabbering on to no one. Obviously, to you guys, but like, there's no one in my room right now. Not even my cat. But like, where did my thought go? Just pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. It sucks. It's hard. I hate it. I love my bubble. But you do it for do it for a day if you can't do it for a week, and it, it's good. So then, you know, every year I feel like I make new friends. Honestly, every semester. This semester, I've made so many good class friends because of just projects. Like my one class, we've been in a project. We've been doing a project with the same group all year. I feel like I've been friends. I've been really good, becoming really good friends with them. Like I literally went to this girl, one of the girls. She worked at this place in Kent. And I went the other day and she gave me something for free. And I was like, girl, we are just becoming friends. And I feel like just pushing yourself to make class friends and honestly I've learned I have like learned that I love class friends like I always find myself hating when the semester ends because I'm like oh my god like all my class friends especially now because half my friends are going to Florence next semester for study abroad and so I'm like oh my god all my class friends are gonna be gone but guess what then next semester I get more class friends and I'm kind of excited because I'm having another semester where it's like you know, my core classes, and I'm changed, I changed my minor, so it's like, um, I'm in the College of Engineering, too, as long as, as well as fashion, so I'm excited to, like, meet different people who are in the fashion school, but also I'm excited for my fashion friends, obviously, but just, like, when you're in class with someone, you don't have to make it awkward, like, I just ask people, like, oh, like, how was your weekend, how, like, okay, especially for me, I just feel like, it's easy when you're with people who are in the same major as you. You know the professors are talking about, you know, the classes they're talking about. But, like, for example, like, I'm in the school of fashion at Kent State. And for the majority of time, the majority of things I ask people every day is I'm like, okay, like, where are you going abroad? And honestly, just, like, sometimes if I feel like I've learned how, like, how to keep a conversation going. And so, you know, I'm like, how, where are you going abroad? Because um, in my program, it's required to go abroad abroad I don't know why my voice cracked and so I'm like oh where are you going abroad blah 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 blah. I'm going here oh my god that sounds so fun like are you excited to travel somewhere when you're there blah 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 blah. oh really wow you just like just just fucking gas them up honestly people love to talk about themselves and that's something I've learned if you give somebody the opportunity to talk about themselves they will take that to the end of their freaking life girl I love to talk about myself everyone does we are just selfish humans of course we love to talk about ourselves but, like, also, even if you're not in the same major as this person, if you sit next to this person every single day, just be like, how was your weekend? And then if they're like, oh, I just had a chill weekend. Oh, my gosh. Ugh, I love chill weekends. Like, I had so much homework. Or, like, oh, what did you do? You know? And if they're like, oh, I went to this restaurant. Like, literally just finding little things to talk about. If someone's, yeah, if someone was like, oh, boy, you know, hung on my friends and we went to the restaurant. Oh, my God, I love that restaurant you get like you know you just you just literally just keep asking questions and somehow then you're gonna get and then eventually I feel like you'll get to a point where you like you know you keep bouncing off this and you bounce off of that and you bounce off of that and you bounce off of that and so eventually if there's a spark you create a friend and then you hang out out of class I've hung out with a couple of class friends out of class I'm trying to think of any of them like actually no I know I know two two bitches who are my friends who I met it was actually funny these two girls their best friends 
and I knew of them obviously because we were in the same school together but then sophomore year I had a class with both of them separately so I had one class with one girl and then the other class another class with the other girl and I became friends with them separately and now we're all friends and I love them and they're gonna be gone next semester and I'm very sad about that but I'm gonna go visit them um but like I feel like sometimes class friends, you know, maybe you hang out. I know there was one person I was class friends with and we hung out once outside of class. And that was that. We're still class friends. We still hang out and we still talk. But, you know, you just try it out. Sometimes you hang out with people and it works and it's great and you have a best friend. Sometimes you hang out once and you're like, you know what? That was great, but like not my vibe, you know, and that's okay. But, you know, sometimes you can make friends like real friends out of class friends like I literally have hung out with these two girls so many times and yeah you just gotta like put yourself out there so then okay so we've made friends in class that's what we need to do make friends in class next next here's what we're gonna do we're gonna join some clubs so currently this is actually this year is actually the year that I've joined the least amount of clubs but freshman year I was in what was I even in I can't remember this far back I was in her campus I was in, was I in anything? I was in this this other club that's actually not a club. Was I in anything else? I swear I was in something else. Okay, besides the point. Sophomore year was probably the year I was most involved. I was in A Magazine at Kent, which is like a, a fashion magazine. I was in FSO, and I was in her campus. And honestly, you can join so many clubs. I thought three was good. Honestly, I thought three was kind of a lot. But right now, I'm only in one. And that's fine with me. I might join another one next semester. I might not. I probably will. I'll probably join FSO again because I really like them. But hold on. I need a, I need a drink. I'm getting a little parched. Um, just get involved. You know, I feel like being in fashion, the majority of clubs that people join at the school of fashion where I'm at is FSO because it's a fashion club. AMAG, because it's a fashion magazine, and, like, Modista, which is, like, another fashion club. So, like, if you are in a different, you know, depending on your major, like, most majors, like, have a club that's, like, kind of like it. Like, I know Emmy. Emmy is in nursing, and there's a nursing club. Um, Oh, last year, me and Emmy were in charge, which was, like, a woman's workout group, and we loved it. We would literally go to the workouts all the time, and then, like, in their work, a lot of, like, a lot of clubs, like, okay, so, like, what I've noticed with big clubs is like they'll have a smaller component to it like when I was in this workout group this club was like 100 plus people but they would have these things called small groups and it would be like okay you get assigned to a group of five people and you guys hang out once a week so that's really cool and now um I'm in her campus and I don't run one of them but we have a club of like 80 people and I'm on the e-board, and we have um, small groups. And so everybody on the e-board has to run a small group. I'm actually not running one, so don't tell anybody. I don't have the time for that right now. But you, like, run a small group. I did it last semester, and you have, like, five girls. And I remember last semester, we only met up once because it was, like, during the end of the school year. And we got, like, coffee, and we chatted, and it was fun. So go join some clubs. I honestly kind of want to join a club that has, like, that has nothing to do with my major because I think that'd be kind of fun. I really want to join Horticulture Club because I love plants and I love the outdoors. And I did go through a phase in the summer when I wanted to be a farmer. And I think she's still part of me, but I don't think I'm going through that phase. But, okay, so you're going to join clubs. Find some clubs. Find some things. You're going to make friends. I promise you. A lot of my friends are in, like, church clubs because they're very religious. Um... 
I know people who are in like clubs for their major. I know people who are in workout clubs. Just find something. Your campus definitely has something. Okay, now let's say if you're not in college, let's just target that. That's kind of hard because I'm not in co- I am in college. So I'm actually trying to think of some stuff on the spot. I feel like when this, this also comes with like after you graduate college, you know? So like if you graduate high school and you're like, okay, I'm doing a gap year or I'm like, I don't want to go to college. Basically, like I would say you're probably working full time or almost full time. And so honestly, I would, I would make work friends. I forgot about this. I also, I also work. And so I have a lot of work friends. I've hung out with three people outside of the work that I'm at right now. There's probably more. There's probably like three more people that I want to hang out with. I love where I work. I work with a lot of women and I personally love women and I love hanging out with them and I love being surrounded by women. And so like you're probably working full time and so might as well make your full time job more fun and make friends. So I would say put yourself out there and work and like try to make friends and try to like if you people are going out to dinner after work or going to get you know going to do something after work go. You know like try to make friends. Um, I would also say sometimes just like spark a conversation with people. This sometimes works. I don't know how this works. Actually, no, I do. Sometimes you can be at a coffee shop and talk to someone. Like you'd be like, you know, they're getting your coffee and you're like, hi, how? You're like, they're like, how, how was your day? Oh, mine was good. Blah, blah, blah. I did this. How was your day? And then sometimes a conversation sparks. Like I was at Hartwood in, in Cleveland the other day and not the Hudson location, the Cleveland location. And I was getting my daily cookie because they have bomb-ass cookies there. And the girl was ringing me out. I was I told her, I was like, oh, yeah, I work here in, in... It's like this shopping mall called Pinecrest. And there's a coffee shop within it. And she's like, oh, where do you work here? And I was like, oh, I work here. And then um, she was like, oh, I don't know what that is. I'm not, I haven't really lived in this area in a while. And I was like, oh, where are you from? And then we just kept going. And I found out that she, like, used to go to Kent for fashion. And that she had an internship in California. Like, boom. I'm, I'm not hanging out with her. And I don't have her phone number. But, like, you never know. I could go back and she could be like, oh, my God, I remember you. Like, you know, make a connection. So I just feel like it's mainly, like, just putting yourself out there. Pushing yourself out of the comfort zone. And trying to make some dang friends. So those are, like, some of my tips for, like, making friends. There's probably more. And if one comes to my mind, mid-thought, I'm going to say it. But next, I would say, like, we can go on to, like, maintaining friends. I think when you get out of high school and you're not just, like, in class with people seven hours a day, it's kind of hard to maintain friends. Because the thing is, even if you're in the same major as someone, oh, my God, there are people who are in the same major as me that I never see. Because the thing is, it depends on when you're, t- like, if you're in college, let's do the college route first. You know, so you graduate high school and you have all these friends, but then you go to college. And let's say, let's say you've made new friends. Say you're like in your sophomore year. Okay. And this is something I really struggled with last year. I feel like now I kind of am good at maintaining my friendships and also balancing friendships because we'll, we'll get there. But I feel like 
you know, you go to class and ev- everyone has a different schedule in college because it depends on what your minor is. If you're double majoring, if you're double minoring, if you work in the morning, if you work at night, if you don't work at all, if you work on the weekends, like literally your classes, because I have classes like right now, Tuesday, Thursday, nine to five all day. Some people have classes Monday through Friday, one to three. Some people have classes Monday, Wednesday, nine to five. Like the schedule for college is so diverse because you can literally make it whatever you want that fits your life. And so it's it's kind of hard to like have easy friendship. Like when I say easy, I mean like how easy it was in college. I mean, in high school, because you were like, you've been surrounded by these people your whole life and you guys are all taking the same classes basically. And you're all in the same building. In college, there's like a million different buildings. But I would say relationships, as you grow up, take effort. They're almost as much effort as like relationships, like romantic relationships. Just because like you need to make an effort to see people because you're you're not going to see them in the hallway. You're not going to see them in class sometimes. And so something I realized is like, not to like hate on anybody, but like, you kind of can tell who your real friends are when you grow up because they'll keep in contact with you because I know there's people out there who like say they're my friends but then they like never plan times to hang out with me and I'm like but also it's a two-way street and I always tell people this because I hate when people are like well they didn't text me to hang out well did you text them to hang out I always try to hold myself accountable for that you know if you're always the one I mean I don't think it's that big of a deal I feel like it's different when it comes to like actually you know I do I think it's that big of a deal? I don't know. I don't think it's like there. There's a okay. Let let me see. What, let me tell you my brain's thinking right now. So, obviously, I think when you are friends with someone, you need to make an effort because when you grow up, like especially when I leave college, I'm probably not gonna live in Ohio. That's not what I'm planning on, and so I feel like when, especially when I leave the state, the people who want to be my friends are gonna keep in touch with me. And the people who are, like, not really close with me, they're just kind of drift. And that's kind of how it was in college. I mean, when I moved to college from high school, the people who were, like, my ride or dies stayed along with me. And the people who wanted me in their life stayed along with me. It's just, it's that easy. If you want someone in your life, you will ask to hang out with them. So what I was saying, what I was thinking is, sometimes in friendships, there are people who are just more the planner. I'm a planner. I'm the person who texts people, like, I come up with really fun ideas to, like, hang out. So I'm always the person who's like, hey, guys, are you free this weekend? Like, let's go to this coffee shop and let's go get dinner at this place because I always find these fun places I want to go to. And the thing is, I think in a relationship, there's always going to be maybe, like, the person who is more of a planner, like, in a friendship. And probably in a relationship, too. But, like, there's always going to be the person who's more of a planner and the person who kind of more just goes with the flow. But I do think if you really care about someone in a friendship, like, you will still, and even if you're the person that goes with the flow, you'll still make an effort to hang out with them. Because I do feel like in both of my two closest friendships, like, I'm the planner, and I plan most of the hangouts, but I do still feel like my friends make an effort to see me and, you know, talk to me about my life. Now, so see, I've been talking about my two bestest friends, like, a lot, but also, like, there, there's, like, when I, as I've grown up, I have realized it's normal to have friends who you see three to four times a week, which is, like, my two best friends, but there's also, it's also normal to have friends who you see every other month or even more 
I have a friend who I have not seen since August, but I do consider us still friends. She's at a different school and she's four hours away. We FaceTimed like three weeks ago. We updated each other. We're good. I feel like there's just friends who you can hang out with, you know, seven days a week and never get bored of and never, you know, be kind of drained. And that's how I feel about my best friend, Anna Maria and Jordan. Like, I can hang out with them every single day. And I just don't feel drained. I feel like I always have something to talk about. I feel like with other friends, like, I feel like I am more like, okay, like, we see each other once a month. And that's really good. Because we're not as close, but I'm still very much close with them and I still care about them and I want to hear about their life and so I feel like it's very normal to have those friends where you see each other every month or two and you're like okay here's here's what's happened blah 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 okay yeah you tell me what's happened blah 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 and then okay there you go boom bidding boom bidding. and then you guys go your ways and then a month later you're like hey miss you how's life been and that happened with me recently with two other friends you know I met up with them we chatted about our lives. I'm going to see them this week because I'm going to see some other friends from my high school, which I'm so excited about. Like, I'm about to see these people from my high school. Well, it's funny. I, these people that I'm friends with from my high school, I was not friends with. That Okay, the people. Sorry. Sometimes I confuse myself. So, the people that I'm meeting up with this week who are from my high school, I um was not friends with them in high school. But then one of my friends was friends with them in high school and she brought me on a trip with them she was like oh you should come on this trip we go on every year with this big group of people and now i'm friends with them and we're having a friendsgiving next week and i probably see them maybe twice or three times a year and honestly that's enough for me we update each other we have a good time we laugh we giggle whatever and that's it and then we're done and then in six more months or five more months or whatever we'll come back and we'll be like, hey, how was your life? What's up? Do you have a girlfriend? Do you have a boyfriend? Are you having an internship? Do you have a job? Like, you know, and I feel like it's a very normal thing for being in your 20s and getting out of high school. I feel like we always feel like we have to, our friends, we have to see them every time, every single day, every single week. And that's something I struggled with when I was freshman, sophomore in college because I feel like I was trying to balance making new friends maintain and man, maintaining the friends I already had because I had great friends, but I was like, okay, I need to hang out with every single one of them every week. And I also need to be making new friends and hang out with them. There's not enough time in life for that. I think a balance, you know, you need a balance. Find your top people. Everyone has their top people. And it's not saying like these people are better than these other people. You know, you have your people you're closest to. Okay, those are probably the people you're going to see every week. You're going to see them multiple times a week, especially in college. Now, maybe after college, you know, post-grad, like you might not see these people all the time, but these are your right or right people. And so you're going to you're going to see them the most in the year. Okay, now you have your people who you see maybe once or twice a month or you see them. Yeah, you see them once, twice a month. Okay. And then you have like your acquaintances who you see every day, but they're not like your close friends. And then you have the people who you feel very close to. Like I have three people I can think of right now that I'm very close to and I would tell anything to, but 
I don't really see them that much. But when I do see them, I give them the rundown, we have a good chat, we have a good hangout, and we're good. And then we talk two months later. So I think normalizing that is something we need to do. It's okay to not be friends with a million people and hang out with them every week. Because you also got to prioritize yourself at this age. Because this age is really hard to deal with stuff. And so it's hard. You can't really hang out with 12 people. Like in high school, we all had like a group of 12 friends. You know, you can't hang out with 12 people each week. You can hang out with maybe one or two. You know, so that's very hard to do. Um, let's see, what else did I write down? That's honestly the the silence that I just put in there. Um, <laughs> that's really all I had, but I feel like friendships, I do really enjoy those friendships that are like low effort. We talk every two months and it feels good. It feels good to have those low effort friendships. And I'm not saying that my closest friends aren't low effort because I do feel like they are. I'm just saying like, We don't have to see each other every single week or every single day to have a strong bond. We can hang out this month and not talk for four months and then pick up exactly where we left off. And that is a beautiful friendship. That's just a low effort friendship that I really appreciate when you get older. Just because life is so busy as you get older. And sometimes it's so hard to just like be trying to have a relationship with yourself and grow as a person. But also have be with your best friends but also try to make new friends and pain and then also maintain these like not best friends but these people you're close to it's too much just have a balance i feel like right now in my life currently i am more with myself and i talked about this last week on the lo- combating combating loneliness and enjoying alone time episode i'm more with myself right now and honestly i've been really enjoying it it's very calming. There are times I really w- wish I was living in Kent because I missed, you know, being five minutes away from everybody. But that's not particularly my life right now. And so I prior- when I'm up there, I prioritize seeing my two best friends and then um, just like my closest friends. You know, that's my priority. I feel like I also have another friend who's slowly becoming a close friend. You know, like when you, I don't know, everyone's different, but like when I'm with my friends, Okay, I don't tell friends I love you unless I really do. And they're, I tell my two best friends I love them. But I am becoming very close with this one person. And I feel like we just started, like, you know, saying I love you to each other. And being like, okay, bye, girl, love you. And I don't know, that feels very special to me. Because I don't just say that to any of my friends. Because I only love certain people, you know. And it's a very special word to me. And so I was like, oh my god, this person is actually becoming a very close part of my life and I'm very excited about it. And I feel like if she's listening, she knows exactly who she is and I'm very upset that she's moving to New York next semester, but I'm coming to visit, so it's okay. Um but yeah, that's like really all I had for the friend convo. I feel like this was a good episode. I feel like I kind of just got lost in my thoughts. And I kind of just let things come out. So hopefully it sounds good. But next week I'm thinking NYC Rex, bitches. I'm thinking we, we go crazy. Yeah, because I feel like when I go to New York, it's also a balance of going to places I love and trying new places. And I'm going to my first Broadway show, so I'm so excited. And I said last week, I think, that I think Broadway is becoming an obsession of mine. But we'll see. It's slowly integrating itself. But yes, and that was all my little baby beans. For this week. So talk to you next week. Bye.